What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I'm your host, Damon Hadfield. Joining me this week is Justin Davis, Scoop. Sam Claiborne, Shoe Scoop, and CJ Gibson. What's up? It's Don't our, touch your shoe. It's okay. our first. Just never touch the bottom of your never, shoe. Never, ever touch probably. the bottom of your I, shoe. Or always. I always touch the bottom no. of my shoe. Ooh. You have children, no. and so Rebel. you're basically touching the bottom of shoes all the time. <clears throat> they're disgusting. Because <laughs> they're just yeah. on the floor. They're right? just germs. There's nothing full time. about it. They eat, time. they eat food off the floor. Off that's the like, bottom of their shoes. But like sometimes it's like, <laughs> kind of. I'm like, what's in your mouth? And it's a grape, and like we didn't even have grapes that day. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you just well. found it. Cool. Cool. <laughs> well, we have a great show for you this week. It's our first post E3 2019 show. We've got release dates now that are going to carry us pretty much all the way through to the next yeah. E3. Yeah. Got to talk about all the uh, big games we can't wait to play. But first, Damon had a day on the farm yesterday. Yeah. That's why. Oh. I don't know if you can tell. I've got, I literally have, have a farmer's. Is it the farmer's stand where you're wearing a short sleeve shirt? Yeah. I've got a farmer's <laughs> Let's burn. roll them up. Oh, there it is. There it is. Burn. I don't know how well it is. you got to be checking out the, the video camera. for this. Yeah. Nice we're at a done. charity event at a farm yesterday, and I did some I did some farm work. Hygiene Cares. For Hygiene Cares. Nice. And I, they said, you guys should wear sunscreen, <laughs> and I didn't. <laughs> I just didn't. Just wanted that farmer's I, I learned that lesson every three years. <laughs> it's like the Simpsons, yeah. where they're talking about the sunscreen, and if you were to zoom into Damon's mind, it's just like a mouse <laughs> with a wheel of cheese. Like, yeah. No, I was just like, I was ready yeah, to pull uh, some weeds. Uh, and there was a really cute farm cat named Squirrel. Did, oh, very did he or she get sunburned? This, I think the farm cat was wearing sunscreen. <laughs> the cat was named Squirrel. Can yeah. animals okay. get sunburns? I don't know. I bet the hairless cats can. Oh, yeah. yeah. That'd be bad. But they look kind of weird. They do look weird. I don't know about those guys. <laughs> uh, don't at him. <laughs> uh, before we get into it, uh, I have a code giveaway for the Contra Anniversary Collection Ooh, on Switch. Nice. Can I have it? You cannot have it. Oh. I mean, you don't have your Switch right now to, to redeem it. It's in my bag out there. I'm no. going to redeem it first. No, you're not going to redeem it first. Um, but here's the thing. I'm not going to read out the whole code right now. We're going to split it up over the show. Yeah. Nice. And that's going to be no imagine problem. Imagine the increase in viewership we're about to get. The I know. retention is going to be amazing. Literally ones of people are going to be tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> Super C is worth it. Uh, yeah, it's a good collection of classic Contra games. This is for the Switch version. Um, I'm going to split out the code over the show, which won't be any problem because uh, everyone listening and watching are real fans. They tune into the whole show every week, and that's why they don't need timestamps. <laughs> Aren't those fan provided Whoa. at this point? <laughs> Yeah, out, out of rage. Does that make you mad? <laughs> no, not at all. It's That's just a long, long, it's a long standing game scoop tradition that someone says, Damon, please provide timestamps, and Damon says no. And I just, <laughs> That's just been ongoing. And I just ignore it. But guess what, guys? <laughs> we, have, we have lights <laughs> now. Ignore the, it. the lights That's are good. back. I like, I well, like, why the, did it, I like the That's dolan. such a drastic contrast. Yeah. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah, that, Let's go that, that, was, that was last week. That's good. Was it really? It was close. Is that why people are going to We got to get into the show. The lights don't do much for our podcast. I don't watch my own show. <laughs> All right, here's this is a code for Contra Anniversary Collection on Switch. The first four characters are C03H. Mm. Please be excited to learn more about the code <laughs> for Contra Anniversary Collection later in the show. I'm going to write it nice in my hand done. and claim it. Yeah, <laughs> okay, well, I'm we'll see. He has a pen. <laughs> Um, all right, let's talk about all these games that we're, uh, we have release dates for coming out of E3. First of all, what do you guys think about E3? Good or bad this year? Thumbs up, thumbs down. It's a binary system. Down. Yeah. Down, on, down on E3. If, if I'm forced to choose. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thumbs up only E3. for 
Oh, uh, we already know where this is going. Just say it, Sam. Breath of the Wild 2. There it is. <laughs> the announcement one. of Breath of the Wild 2. Which <laughs> is a, that was a nice surprise. Yeah, I mean, that even, was... Even the worst E3 has so many cool games and cool yeah. moments. So yes. it's like, I still really enjoy E3 every year. But if, if you were to rank every E3, this is for sure in the bottom half of them. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, when you say it like that, I mean, yeah, I, I did think of Sam, actually, when that Breath of the Wild 2 <laughs> announcement. Because that did come out of nowhere. Were you expecting that? Or no, were you expecting a DLC? I with Alnuma, the producer, yeah. the director of it, uh, that shortly after. Afterwards, and like an hour cool. and a half after, and yeah, then awesome. you got to play it, which is really exciting. <laughs> <laughs> that's we're laughing because that's not true. Exactly. You play as an Octorok the whole time; yeah, it's exactly. insane. I did play two other new Zelda games that week, though: uh, Cadence of Hyrule Cadence, and yeah. Link, yeah. Link's. Uh, we'll get game. we'll get to Cadence of Hyrule. Yeah. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. Uh, but I, uh, in spite of like Sony not being there and other other uh, companies not being there, there's still like a ton of games in the yeah. near future that I'm excited to play. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I'm not super dead. But not the near, near future. <laughs> yeah, over the next year, yes. Yeah, and even yeah. this year. Yeah, fall, like fall, fall. Let's get Name to one, Game 120. How about one. Super Mario Maker 2 coming out next week yeah. on June 28th? I'm excited. excited for the single player. But. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. They've added so much content to that. I'm really excited. Can't uh-huh. someone else make my levels? <laughs> That's <laughs> Yes, they can. It's kind of That's the... Literally uh, what it is. should be a service. Like, I'll come to your house and make <laughs> yeah. your Mario Maker levels. I would prefer it to be Nintendo. Yeah. I think there's a game or two you could play from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got a couple but of those. But this one, I just want to play Nintendo. Sometimes. I hope the little castle rebuilding stuff is neat. I know. Yeah. I already know it's not. I know it's going to be. You no, know it's that's not. The, that's what happens when <laughs> yeah. you play through single player levels. Is that you get to manage a castle? Yeah. I. It's not going to be a like, good game name. Manage a castle. Yeah. I'm it, sure that it exists. It it's a no free to play mobile game. And there's no way to know anyway. <laughs> there's no way to know. Uh, sticking with the Switch, Marvel Ultimate Alliance three is out July 19th. I haven't played that one, but I hear nothing but good things from people who have. Always like that franchise. Never gotten into it, so this is my chance. Yeah. Let's Either play one. together. Okay. Let's do it. I played Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2. I wrote the guide for it, and I think wow. it's just really dull. <laughs> well, that other people that have checked out the are into it. You just walk forward and kill stuff. You have like you Diablo? ever played Diablo? <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. Do you walk forward and kill stuff? I mean, yeah, but you're but also not, describing but is, 90% but of video there, games. Yeah, but exactly. is there interesting loot in yeah. Diablo? This doesn't yeah. have that. Oh, Well, maybe no they loot. do now. <laughs> also, maybe. Also, don't you walk forward and kill stuff in Contra? And Castlevania mm-hmm. and everything. I try to hit a button. Killing things. Mm-hmm. Really, the no kill <laughs> Borderlands. The no kill. Explain how run. that happens. It's yeah, difficult <laughs> to pull off. <laughs> You're really stuck at the boss. <laughs> Look. Look, you just keep dodging. Yeah. until you can't know forever. More. I really like a contra pacifist run. Who can make it farthest? <laughs> you can at least get to that big door that shoots at you. Yeah. yeah. Right. Gotta turn around and go home. Yeah. yeah. Not gonna get much farther than that. No, but can't you can duck left. there. Now I don't go left. The door doesn't count. You can kill the door. I wonder oh, yeah, if you get through Contra anybody. without killing anything. Yeah, the door. Come on. That's and then the second boss is a computer uh, terminal anyway. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. Yeah, we don't, we don't have our soundboard ah. here, so I provide our own sound. Do you think yeah. we're in the right key? Um, we're close. Yeah, we all have per- perfect pitches. Check that out. Pal or NTSC. <laughs> hey, whoever's doing the timestamps, can you please check our pitches this week? We need a key stamp. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, man, it's warm in here today. It's it really is. You should put on a corduroy jacket. That is a fan. Is it yeah, working? I don't know. It's a fan says that, that it's working. It sucks in air. It doesn't spit out. It, it also says, says 81. 81 degrees. It's really warm is it in just, here. Is it just 81 degrees? I'm, I'm thinking sure. about popping this shirt Look, off if I'm being You should pop honest. it off. <laughs> yeah, I did. This is the warmest place in all of San Francisco right now. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. Old summer here. There are three games coming out July 26th. Wolfenstein Youngblood, which I think looks really cool. I'm going to play that one. In. Kill La Kill. 
the mm-hmm. anime, uh, the adaptation of the anime, which I've been watching and, and is uh, super cool. And then Fire Emblem, which I don't know what to make of because they did not show it at E3. <laughs> Brendan Isn't, played it. Isn't right. that yeah, we played? Brendan played it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was, was the only were, person that even saw it moving. Like what, the, during their direct, they just showed the, an anime I know, trailer. Weird, so it's right? like, that doesn't do much for me. Yeah. What were Brendan's impressions? Did you do you know? He's excited for it. He doesn't okay. like babies in, in Fire Emblem, which I think is a weird take. Don't like babies. Yeah, well, I think it, it has morphed part. into this like generational like get your characters together and have kids and make new units. Yeah, <laughs> that franchise is taking a weird direction. I just want. But if it's man. just like solid, I just want Brendan's hype for it. You he got Wargroove. He loves it. No, every single time that there's a new Fire Emblem, it's just that much longer that we've not gone with Advance Wars. That's good. And I, I like Fire that Emblem, but like, come on. That is true. Nintendo, you cowards. They just had that one awakening hit, huh? So that meant that they stuck with that series. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep, that's true. Um, people, some people are excited for this astral, astral Chain from Platinum. That's August 30th, but I don't really know anything Man, about that. I'm really turning around on it. Like really? I thought it looked weird, not very great. And like Platinum is this like black and white company, right? You yep. get like good Platinum mm-hmm. or bad Platinum. And I'm like, ooh, yeah. ooh this, <laughs> this might is... be bad Platinum. But then <laughs> I, like, I'm, I'm actually, E3 2019, I think it's looking much better. What a is it, bad is Platinum it... games are licensed, right? That's They've done point. some stuff mm-hmm. like that, yeah. Uh, but it, like, is it like Bayonetta? Is it like a, an action game? Like I, I don't even know. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. So they do best. Uh, Phoenix... you know, you've been watching Kill la Kill? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Is it good? Yeah, it's, it's really weird. It's completely insane. It's just like that's. I watched that's half of it. I watched wow, half wow, of it, wow. and it was too weird for me. <laughs> <laughs> I like we have it. a bunch of exclusives that Miranda went to Japan for for mm-hmm. Kill la Kill that we've been doling out yeah, for the past yeah. couple weeks. Should you be interested? It's, it will totally seems like a good fit for a video game. Yep, just like crazy over the top battles. Mm. Um, Phoenix Point is out September third. That's the uh, from the creator of XCOM, and it's just like it's very it's like XCOM. <laughs> it's another XCOM. Uh, which is uh, exciting for me and Dan Stapleton. Monster Hunter World Iceborne is out September 6th. That's the expansion to Monster Hunter World. I don't think you, I don't think it's standalone. I think you need Monster Hunter World to play that. Big expansion. Yeah. Very big. And Casey's very excited for it, I assume. Yeah, she yeah. is in the betas out this week. It's like a Monster Hunter World 1.5, practically. Cool. Uh, and then Gears 5 is September 10th. It's, it's early. It's, like, it's here. Yeah. It's basically it's here. I hope that one turns out well. It's got that really cool escape mode where you're building your own little areas. Yeah. Yeah. Miranda, who's the only person that does work here, also has big exclusives on that this month. That's right. Miranda and I were down there in Vancouver. Uh, You you did some work? Yeah, I did. (laughs) Looks really cool. Kind of, you know, played played a little bit. But you don't know what you can talk about and what you... you uh, No, a lot of it stuff's out right now. The, The horror escape mode, I think it's one of those things where they're trying to change and do like a community, you know, weekly upgraded thing. So it's, it's really cool. Like looking at the game graphically, it looks amazing. But I mean, this is at the end of the, uh, you know, the hardware too. Did you see that Xbox moment where all of a sudden on the stage, they're like, Oh, now we're going to take a quick look at this. And the camera went underneath yeah, the yeah. stage and then Rod's standing there with a yeah, bunch of gamers. That, that was, was awesome. crazy. I don't know how that happened, but yeah, it's really cool. Gears. All the, it's just uh, like the raid when they go down through the the, yeah. the, 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 the like, greater hole. All yeah. of us were just watching the press conference. We're like, oh, neat. And all the video nerds at IGN were like, <laughs> what the <laughs> What is happening? This <laughs> that, camera. That was the game of the show. The fire. Yeah. In uh, the raid, they just tied a rope around a guy. Yeah. yeah. Oof. Yeah. Uh, Gears 5. I haven't played a Gears since Gears 2. If the campaign is good, I'll play it. Uh, Borderlands 3 is out September 13th. They've not talked about the campaign at all. So that was the weird thing is that it's only been really, for the most part, multiplayer. Hmm. There's been a little trailer, um, I think, for it a while back, but there's been no sort of, you know, in, that story trailer. Yeah, we haven't seen much yeah. of it. Yeah. 
Borderlands 3 is September 13th, which I will definitely play. Mm-hmm. And CJ, I was surprised that CJ has not played Borderlands. No, it's weird. I was talking to Brian Malkowitz. He's super into it. Uh, a lot of the people are asking me, oh, is Borderlands the Destiny killer? Is this thing the next whatever killer? And oh, I think what? that, well, because the looter shooter game and all that has different. to do with it. It's different. a different game, but um, it looks really good. Like, So I'm excited to play it. But I, I understand that these games take a crazy amount of time investment. So... You know, it's just so much time in the day, and I play Destiny. I played it at E3. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it was great. Yeah, yeah. It, actually, it could have been. I could have been playing the latest expansion of Borderlands Two and would have believed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Just, it feels that familiar. Well, and and I think that's a good thing. I, I mean, <clears throat> the criticism at the same time is, oh, it's just more Borderlands. But again, but it's when been you, seven years. So yeah, like, when you like that and yeah. it looks really polished and it feels good. I mean, it's not much you can ask for. It looks but, like Doom Eternal. Like that. They're also looks amazing. yeah. I mean, it's less of an evolution. Like, you know, like it's not a game as a service like Destiny, yeah. which they could have done. So <clears throat> it's similar to Borderlands Two in that way. But like they made big changes to like. The character classes and to mm-hmm. um, you know you're going to different planets now and they made changes to the active abilities like nah it's not like completely different but I, that line of like criticism against that game is like it's no different than any other sequel yeah. like you know half the game's new and the other half's not like it's fine well it's the, pe- the people who seem to be fans seem to really enjoy it yeah so for sure. I'm excited to give a shot and then Link's Awakening is September 20th. Yeah, it's very soon. Yeah. I hope it's less choppy by that point, but it it'll choppy. be fun anyway. I didn't, three, I didn't hear that. Yeah, that it was, was sort take. of chunky and odd. Weird. Interesting. Yeah, it's, it has this thing that actually um, Octopath had where it's like mm. they're doing that blur in the back and like whatever is blurred for some reason doesn't doesn't look right. It looks like pixely and not blurred properly. But then also it's like when you're shifting screens, like things just don't move that as fast as they should. Mm. It's not. It's a little framey. Did, did it feel good though? Or yeah, did it, it felt so good. Okay. And I played it three to- I played the demo three times and like wow. the um the first time I played it first of all I, I kind of know where to go and they were kind of guiding me the second time I played it Brendan pulled out an old strategy guide ah, on IGN and cool. we used that and then the third time I played it I, I just knew everything and I was doing really really that's well cool. and so I got really far through like a whole dungeon in it basically and it, oh, I should contextualize this you have 15 minutes and then it just stops oh right it's time game demo. So that was really yeah. funny and then another time I played it well uh, some other co-workers are playing it at the time I grabbed the controller to do the thing where you can steal from the shop mm-hmm. and you can still do that right and, and they were having trouble doing it so I was like kind of I figured it out though and did it and you know the shop owner does something really mean to you <laughs> and then in the original game you get labeled as a thief for the rest of the game yep. it changes oh, your name that's awesome we didn't put our names in this demo so I don't know if we'll do that it was, cool. it was really fun, though. There's a lot to play with in that game. But, man, it's going to be a shocker for people that have played recent Zelda games because mm. even Cadence of Hyrule is like this. You can go anywhere you want. Yep. Right? And, and Link Between Worlds had a little bit of that. And, of yeah. course, Breath of the Wild. Two. Um, <laughs> also. I have a limit on the amount of times I can say those words on the show now. Uh, but, uh, yeah, this one is like you are going from play the screen to screen to screen to screen and barely have anywhere to explore. Link's Awakening is a great game, but it is a linear game. Mm-hmm. It's very much like a point A to B adventure. Yeah, it's more about puzzle solving. Mm-hmm. It's very puzzly. Screen by screen, you just solve puzzles. Mm-hmm. It's got mm-hmm. that, uh, man, that low point in the middle of the game with the item. I don't even know what you call it, like the item trading. Uh, that starts right from the beginning too. Oof. I mean, so that I didn't, became a staple because that was an ocarina, like really famously yeah. and stuff. It was one of those ones I dabbled in when I was younger. I never played through it, so I'm excited to get to it. But mm-hmm. is it like Triforce Heroes type of puzzling? I know it's not multiplayer, but is it that type of in depth? No, puzzling? because it's like it's usually like how do you get enough keys to get through a dungeon? It's gotcha. just it's a and very like, very puzzle. It's a very very puzzle heavy Zelda. Probably because the Game Boy like the combat wasn't going to be all that satisfying. Right, right? right. So they had to lean on the puzzles. Yeah. If I were to guess. There's some funny like adventure game stuff that makes no sense. Like even from the start of this. Yep. It was like there's like you know, go to the forest. There's a raccoon there, and the raccoon's like, you can't get past here. 
That's it. That's all Figure the information you have to go on. So you're like, <laughs> yeah. what, what's what's going to distract this raccoon? If you if you follow that line of reasoning, it doesn't help you at all. Like basically, you have to find a mushroom and then yeah. take it to a witch, and you're already doing this like crazy trading about. scheme. Mm-hmm. And then you have to know to go back and equip it and like throw dust in his face. And when you do that, he turns into a man you already met. <laughs> sure, it makes no sense. Um, I'm really thrown off by Link's Awakening being sixty dollars. Yeah, on the switch. Yeah, I think the dungeon builder is the thing they really want to like. Well, Anuma said that, that that was the reason they made this game is that they made the dungeon builder and they're like, oh, this will work with Link's Awakening a lot, and then they just put Link's Awakening mm. port in there. And I wrote that up. You can read it on IGN.com. Cool. On September twenty fourth, this is interesting. The original Baldur's Gates come to console. Mm-hmm. Which have you played those, Justin? Yes. Uh, do you imagine those would translate well to modern consoles with controllers? Well, so I would have said no, except that they're already on iPad. And yeah. so what's the company, Beamdog, that's like, you know, taking up the mantle of these old Baldur's Gate games and they did yeah. the enhanced edition and yeah. they're sort of bringing them back and modernizing them. They already solved a lot of the oddness around, um, uh, you know, touch controls. And so, yeah. so um, yes, I, I think it'll probably work. If you would have asked me before the enhanced edition on iPad, I would have said no. Hmm. But I think they, I think they sort of cracked it. Well, I've never played those games, but I'd be interested in checking them out. Uh, but that's also the same day that Contra Rogue Corps comes out. Mm. Which you played at E3. Which I played. I think you're the only person that played it. Um, that may be. I think maybe Mitchell played it also. Mm. But um, I liked it. I, want, I need to play more. It's like a, it's a weird, different kind of Contra game. It's not side-scrolling. Yeah. Uh, it, the camera moves around based on the situation. It might be directly behind you. It might be up above in an isometric What's view. What's the best alien you saw? Um, that's the thing. They seem a little generic. It's like there's like skinless guys that run at you. Do they, they have red like mohawks? Big meat bodies. No, they don't have any. Where'd their skin go? It was probably flayed ah, off mm. of them. Oh, skinless. Skinless, not skinheads. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, and then there's just like floating or sort of generic like drone enemies. And then I How fought their eyeballs staying. I fought a boss. <laughs> you know, I don't. Maybe, they might not have even had eyeballs. They might be following my scent or my sound. Mm. And I could be smelly because one of the characters you can play at is a humanoid panda. Mm. With a human brain. Well, why not? Yeah, and then it's like it's like a wacky it's a traditional contra. It's a wacky contra. <laughs> yeah, there's a woman, a female assassin who has an alien living in her gut. A fun bit of trivia: the I, game was originally called Wacky Contra. Wacky Contra. Yeah. Mm. Does uh, the alien living in her gut matter to her character? Yeah, because they argue. Uh, <laughs> they're like they're always bickering. <laughs> okay. Actually, and then there's like an that. alien that you can play as, and the alien is like a very nice English gentleman. Ah. Good guy alien. So it's like, it's, does that alien like, have a red mohawk? That one does not know, dude. I, I don't understand. In the that's beginning, the whole point of Contra. In the beginning of your blurb about this game, I was kind of goofing on it, but like everything you're saying to me right now, what, sounds, like, I don't know. It sounds kind of neat. Like, I mean, yeah, that's like, like, I just feel like it's been so long since we had a Contra game, and yeah. this is a very different, weird one. So it's like, I don't know. So that's what I was wondering. I, I saw the gameplay. Does it feel good to play? Uh, it's a twin stick shooter control. So like, you know. And with a lot of like tweaking and, and customizing to make it feel good for, to you. Yeah, yeah. So I don't. I have to spend more time with that. I don't know. It, it's not. It doesn't feel as immediately satisfying as the original Contra. Yeah. It's a twin stick shooter, even when it's behind your back. Yeah. Yep. And so you're aiming with the right stick, and then you're pulling the trigger to fire. Yeah, it's kind of like top down, sort of like angled. Core. Yeah. I, I mean. It doesn't look bad, but you're right. I wonder what was their decision to go in that direction and yeah, call it Contra. Because the guy that worked on Contra 3 is, is directing this one, mm-hmm. but it's more like the PlayStation era yeah. uh, Contra games when they started going into 3D. Or the, the Mode oh, 7 top-down levels that were in. Uh, no. I mean, I, I want to <laughs> like be- believe that it was maybe inspired by that. Yeah. But, but we'll see. We're, we're going to get some more time with it before it's out. Um, getting into October, October 4th is Ghost Recon Breakpoint, mm-hmm. which I think looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
I think I'll probably check that game out. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, honestly, the the trailers for that game and the way it looks is phenomenal. And mm-hmm. the Ghost Recon series, I've been a fan of in the older ones. Any Anytime you get into these crazy you know, multiplayer games, there's always a lot of time investment. But visually and aesthetically, the game looks amazing. It looks you really know good. how I feel about Ghosts. I know you do. I do. What a, afraid of them. What a franchise willing to sort of reinvent itself and yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, modernize with the times and sort of... I don't know. Like that Ghost Recon, Ghost Recon as a game franchise has taken a weird journey. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I loved the advanced Warfighter games. Yeah. One and two. Yeah, Raw. those earlier ones. Yeah. Speaking of Ghost, Luigi's Mansion. Well, no, that doesn't have <laughs> oh, a release date. Not that's yet. the crazy. I was going to get to that. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Luigi's Mansion doesn't <laughs> yeah. have a release date. I knew he was going to so use playable. that. That game seemed finished yeah. at E3. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, it's like, I had to get there before. Obviously, it's going to be out around Halloween, so just pick one of those Fridays yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Like, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. Um, but there's a bunch of stuff coming out October 25th. So don't pick October 25th, Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare is out that day. Medieval- they'll they'll Mi- pick that day. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, probably will. They probably will. Medieval, the, which is a remake, remake reboot. Yeah. And then The Outer Worlds. It's got skeletons in it. Very fine. Very nice. Outer Worlds nice. is great. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that at E3 too with Janet. Definitely. It's Obsidian's exciting. non-Fallout RPG. Well, yeah. It's so it's Fallout-y, like- <laughs> and I mean <laughs> that in like a positive yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like Bethesda won't make a new real Fallout yeah. game, so... Obsidian will do it. Yep. It's got the same sort of, uh, like, it's not right to characterize it as a comedy, but it is sort of off kilter and, um, you know, uh, just these over the top characters and a lot of, you know, choice in, in your dialogue and in how you approach different situations from a combat or non combat perspective. I, I really like the E3 demo. Cool. I think, I don't recall exactly, I think I voted it as my runner up for a game of the show. Is there an equivalent to the VATS system? Sort of, yeah. You can slow down time. Okay. So it yeah. doesn't stop, but everything moves into slow motion, and then you can target body parts. Cool. I love it. I'm into it. Uh, no, or November 8th, this is the one, the big PlayStation 4 exclusive of the fall. It's Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. And that's a big, uh, yeah, big question mark. Yeah. First uh, Kojima game since he left it'll Konami. it'll be a big question mark after it's out, too. That's probably true. Yeah. That's probably true. Uh, I'm definitely like... Interested to check out whatever that game is. <laughs> so surprised and impressed that it's, it seems to be on schedule and it's coming yep. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pokemon and Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order are both out November 15th. And I was actually really into what we saw of Star Wars at uh, E3. It was an interesting E3. At the beginning of E3, the first thing I saw at E3 was the EA Play demo of Star Wars. And I yeah. thought it looked bland and unimpressive. Mm-hmm. And I just I would, I couldn't believe it. Uh, and then we went to a behind closed doors like play session where it was a bunch of combat and then some extra stuff which I think you missed because you had to run to the airport mm-hmm. but the combat stuff alone I was like this looks so fun yep. it's like crazy arcadey counters and stuff to complicated Star Wars enemies yeah I loved uh, you know lots of very recognizable familiar Star Wars enemies uh, we, Tina was playing and she fought an ATST mm-hmm. and I loved how that was like a big battle to bring the ATST down and she thought she had like won the battle but she like walks around oh, yeah. the ATSD and the pilot was like uh, like came out and was and she still had to like deal with him yeah the, the porthole popped open yeah, he, he was like, like just getting up yeah. and then she was yeah she was like in celebration mode yeah. he was like starting to shoot it was great I uh, it, was really yeah. good. I agree with Sam that I think that game looks very video gamey based yes. off what they showed at EA Play it's like oh there's like I, I don't have a path forward like hit the force power button and he like yeah. you know Go creates on. a path and I'm like that's no different than Uncharted. Like it's a little bit odd to criticize this game and not every other linear action adventure game. But, um, did, did but you they see- don't want it to be a linear action adventure game. They're mm. like, this is like everything they talked about was Metroid. And yeah. like w- when they went into the full demo behind closed doors, I just like they paused the game so just so I could look at the map for a long time. The mm-hmm. map is 
so Metroid Prime. It's like this big 3D built out thing. That's and cool. It doesn't show any waypoints. So you always have to figure out where to go based on where you, you couldn't go before, like a door that's closed mm-hmm. or whatever. Liked all that. And then, um, yeah, they, they just want they keep on bringing up Wind Waker and Metroid Prime and like all this stuff. They keep dropping those names. Those are the right really, touch really hoping that nice. they did have the influence on that game, but I don't know. I mean, that studio is really talented, and I'm excited yeah. to see them get a chance to stretch and do something a little bit different and um, absolutely you know, give a give Star Wars. You know, uh, yeah. hopefully, it's due finally. Yeah, finally. One, did one, you see behind the closed doors as well? Mm, no, there's so a you guys of the did. Glasses part yeah. where it's like. I guess it's you know a cliched way of de- 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 describing it, but there's a, a an ad ad in ATAT covered in vines, and you crawl up it, and you get inside. It's like really cool. That that part's neat, you know, whatever. But uh, then once you're inside, whatever. it's like fully built out and and uh, realized. And there's like uh, two land speeders, like kind of lodged in it for like easy like shooting out the sides and like like you know the little command structure inside with there's like a you know there's a droid and like a couple of uh troopers it was just like so cool to like go up and inside of it and then there's like a fully realized you never gonna see this stuff you know it it was really yeah i've never seen seen inside an ad ad before yeah Yeah, it's in you know stuff like clone wars but it's just like Mm. i don't i don't keep up with those cartoons very much if that's what you can yeah, call them true. uh and then through this game we sort of learned a little bit about how uh lucas film works and mm-hmm. like their policies and like they have a <clears throat> there's a reason why you can't just like dismember yeah any stormtrooper and cut yeah. off their heads because big story beats we wrote yeah. about this yesterday you can see our article and i actually interviewed a friend of mine that worked for uh the cartoons at lucas and uh she was uh, giving us kind of the rules and backing up what they were saying in this demo which is yeah. like you can hurt you know, uh, you can cut off limbs of robots and bugs and animals and stuff, but like only big story beats can you do a de- decapitation of a person. Yeah. Ah. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. But yeah. it makes sense because in the movies, I think that's kind of how it works, unless yep. it's like a dream sequence. And then, But it's like everything is canon now with every Star Wars story, right? Which is like such a blessing that's and a like curse. Like we learned- you're, you're contributing to the main Star yeah. Wars storyline, which is amazing and awesome, but also like puts these That'll get limitations on eventually you. too. Yeah. <laughs> but you can stab stormtroopers right in the gut yep. and then leave a big hole there. Got yeah. it. That, that's totally awesome. Can't cut them in half, though. Yeah. Nope. No, just no. stabbing. Even though you're swooping yeah. a lot. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's really that good, though. That would be an interesting mod for the PC version of this. I'm sure that'll happen, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess it also creates a whole different uh, problem for the developers to create, like, body yeah. parts everywhere. Yeah. But we saw some parts. fun. It's going to be oh, arms everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Limbs and... In our demo, the uh, ragdoll effects were kept on having stormtroopers, like, which already look like toys because we're, we were used to that, uh, like crumple in a corner and then mm. they, they look like they're like kneeling and looking all bummed. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah, there's some good ragdoll in there. Yeah. Uh, on November 19th, Shinmu 3 mm. is coming out. Unless it gets delayed again. Yeah, is it? Well, we'll see. <laughs> I've never played a Shinmu game, a Shinmu game, but I'm sure someone I've out there. I've watched a lot of videos. Yes, yeah, it's about walking around a town slowly and driving a forklift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I hear. Then uh, Doom Eternal is November 22nd. Yeah. Looks so good. Yeah, I'm what a twist for that series, yeah, man. Yeah, dude, yeah. Looks really so interesting. Good. Yeah, um, yeah. I've actually, I actually didn't play much of Doom 2016, so I should, I should find it. some time. It's not too late. And then sometime in December, this weirdo game, Ancestors. Odyssey of Mankind. Is that what it's called? That's the Patrice Desolet game. We had it on our live show at E3. Yeah. What is it? Mm. It's a game where you're playing like early, apes. pre pre man, early apes, millions of years ago, and sort of like have to progress your your tribe and help them evolve over time into hmm. our earliest ancestors. And it's like 
I mean, it's like, it's cool, but it's just such a weird concept. And like, you're only seeing these like primitive apes. That's, that's who you're controlling in the game. So there's no, no humans, no machinery. Did they, on anything. our live show, or is it like a, de- like a gameplay demo? Yeah, it was Patrice, yeah. Okay, I want to watch mm-hmm. it then because I've only seen that like insane trailer that shows them like swinging through trees yep. and traveling through time. <laughs> but there's like Whoa. prehistoric stuff, like a giant millipede yeah. that you fight against. Yeah. Historic. Yeah, Weird. exactly. It's um, a little bit like, it's a smaller team. It's, I think there's only- Simi? No, it's like an open world game. So imagine if it were like, Assassin's Creed, but you're an ape, and there's no. But you're also around. progressing through like millions of years millions. over the course. You're also of, you're yeah. like evolving. So you're like when you do enough, you accomplish enough objectives for your tribe at the time, you can like evolve to the next stage. And then it's like a million years have gone by, and, and it like changes the <laughs> open world. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, just, I think over time, like you might start in a jungle, and then it, yeah, that will have like eroded away to a desert-like area, and you got to find a new home for your tribe. It's just, yeah, yeah it, it would be cool. Weird. Is yeah. this a French game? Yes. I knew it. Yeah, yeah. I, saw, I saw the trailer. Yeah. I was like, whoa, what is yeah. happening? I like how they take risks over there. Yeah. <laughs> I love French. <laughs> what, was that, that, what was that quote from like the next gen about like, uh, from their view? It was like, just like those fancy pants <laughs> art house films the Europeans like to make. <laughs> <laughs> That's what uh, Ancestors is. And then, yeah, the question marks for the rest of the year are Luigi's Mansion. I don't know why we don't have a release date for that. And then supposedly the Final Fantasy VIII remaster is coming this year mm-hmm. as well. But we shall see. Luigi's Mansion looks really good. Yeah, it did. And that moves us right into 2020. We know we're finally going to get to play Ori and the Will of the Wisps on February 11th. It was a little bit of a bummer that that was delayed. Nobody likes January. Then suddenly beginning in February. Yeah, except like this year we had Kingdom Hearts and Resident Evil 2. That's true. And uh, two years ago... Monster Hunter World, so I don't know. Yeah, Capcom sure likes January. I'm sure something will... <laughs> rephrase yeah. nobody. Something will pop up in January. Capcom. <laughs> uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake is out March 3rd. However is much it? of that project is... Two discs, 20 hours. <laughs> it's so won One everybody city. over, right? Like, everyone's like, I don't know about yeah, the real-time like, combat, I don't know. Dude, everybody that played it said it was so fun and yeah, so good. Yes, I, I think it looks good, too, and I'm, I'm happy that the combat uh, apparently is working out well. I just don't like how yeah. Square Enix is not being transparent about their plans for the game. But the thing is, it's not like Midgar is, was what, I don't know, six hours of Final Fantasy yeah. VII. Like, if they took that and expanded it into a whole yes. full-length game, like, great. Like, that's fine. But they're calling it Final Fantasy VII Remake, not Part One. Not like episode one. There's none of that in there. It's just Final Fantasy VII remake. And when you get that, that when you buy that, you're you're not getting that. Hmm. That bugs me. But I know people are really excited about it. Midgar's the best part of that game, anyway. <laughs> Is that true? You're not the open world stuff? No. Yeah, you don't like exploring. No, that game gets worse as it goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about Cactuar? <laughs> what about? Yeah, Emerald and Ruby Weapon would be cool, I guess. <laughs> Um, and then uh, three days later, Watch Dogs Legion is out on March 6th, and I think that game looks cool. Very, very narrowly, very closely lost our game of the show. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, wow. To Cyberpunk, yeah, it was second place. Interesting, wow. Uh, even ahead of Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. That's really surprising. And Legion was one of those games, every E3, not every E3, lots of E3s have one of these games that sort of sneaks up on us as a staff, and it seems like the industry as a whole. Like, it, it looked really, really cool at Ubisoft's press conference, but as more and more people got to see it, they're like, yo... <laughs> Like this game it's cool. is super, super legit. And um, I think that that's one that, you know, as more and more people learn more about it, they're really going to buy into Ubisoft's vision yeah. for what they're doing. It's definitely an interesting concept, not having a main player character, but yeah. recruiting people to your team. and being Does it have dogs, though? No. No, we've already confirmed there are no dogs. No dogs. Yeah, we did confirm that. Are there watches? 
Uh, is it true, Sam, that you were not won over by Watch Dogs Legion? No, I, I think my take was that we did so much preview coverage of it that I was kind of uh, tired of it by E3, so I didn't need to go see it. But uh, gotcha. it looks interesting, and I don't like the series very much. Yeah. Uh, well, what about Animal Crossing? Do you like that series? So that's, much. That's March 20th. <laughs> I'm so hyped. Yeah, that yeah. delay sucks. Uh, I'm just going to come out and say it. I was really, really excited for Animal Crossing this year, and now I'm yeah. not going to have time to play it. There's all these other <laughs> games out. Else. Well, Animal Crossing being delayed really actually is a punch in the gut for me as well. It's like one of my most anticipated games out of nowhere. Plus for um, Nintendo, too. I mean, yeah. It's been a good year for them. I will say, you know, this is a game that runs on a real-time clock. March 20th in the game is March 20th in real life, and like it's an island, you're on an island this time, and it may have felt a little bit odd to Get that going into the going into winter. Maybe you want to. Yeah. Thought maybe that was your only consideration. Well, so it's like, like, like you know, I'm probably realistically not going to play that game for a whole year. So if I only get to see two seasons, I'd much rather see Spring. Igen's only reporter Miranda also interviewed the, uh, <laughs> the the developers and and asked about stuff like that. It's a really really good interview, and I highly recommend mm-hmm. you check it out. Um, there's some pretty funny internal Animal Crossing scoops in there. Scoop. Yeah. Scoops. That's a scoop. Animal yeah. Crossing scoops. Uh, and then we finally got a release date for Cyberpunk. April 16th. Mm-hmm. They're finally bringing that, bringing that game in. And uh, obviously the game won our game of the show. Second year in a row. Um, it seems soon to me. Think so? Yeah. I mean, I, I, X-Gen Systems are going to be out five months later. I saw <laughs> Justin was uh, tweeting about that. So yeah. it puts yeah. people in a little bit of an interesting Oh, yeah, you were spot. saying, do you buy it or not? Yeah, it's, it's like You know like, the, ne- the next-gen systems are six months away. And six, like, seven gamers months don't have away. this issue. <laughs> and so it, it also puts the companies at a tight spot of, like, do you try to sell that game to people again for 60 bucks, Or, you know, if you put that PS4 disc into your PS5, will something yeah, happen? Will you get some up-res, yeah. you yeah. know, version of the experience? Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. Yeah, I think people are going to have to pick and choose game by game. Like maybe Cyberpunk is too important and too hyped to skip. You have to play it at launch. But maybe for like Watch Dogs or something else, you're like, okay, maybe I will wait for the inevitable, you know, definitive edition on mm. next gen. Yeah. It looks incredible. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think it's going to be really, really amazing on even current gen systems. Yeah. yeah. 360 did that when it launched. It um, had uprezzing up to 720p for a lot of old school Xbox games. I, I mean, so if something like that happens, I also think cool. the Xbox One X is a considerably more powerful console than the PS4 Pro. So yeah. that actually puts Microsoft in a little bit uh, more favorable position where they, they almost do have this like two generation solution in a way that I think the PS4 Pro is going to be a little bit more left behind when next gen launches. Yeah. Yeah, um, we saw another behind closed doors demo for Cyberpunk. Uh, just like last E3, I think you know the general public hasn't seen it yet, but I think they've already announced that they're going to be releasing it in the, mm-hmm. in the coming weeks. Yep. But mm-hmm. Most people seem to agree that it looked totally cool, totally fun. If we'd just been playing the game, that part of the game at home, it would have been great. It was a little bit less exciting than the demo that we saw last year. Very yeah. story heavy. Yeah, it's an RPG clearly, and I think they really wanted to get that across. That it's like, let, you know, it's an action game, but it has so many RPG elements. We yeah. really saw those shopping and yep. and, yeah. and upgrading well, and, and changing respec. We even saw. I mean, we're forgetting the main thing that it has. It has Keanu. It does have Keanu. I mean, so right there, it's a lot going for and it. He's like ever present and too. a really yeah. cool he's role. Some kind of force ghost. Yeah, yeah. He's the ghost in the machine. Yeah, it does look super cool. Also evil. I think um, <laughs> cool though. I I wouldn't be surprised if the city, if Night City, ends up being the star of mm. that game. It just seems like such a cool lived-in place, and it seems like they were really thoughtful with you know. To be fair, they're controlling the parts of it that they show us, yep. but the city has a history, and like the market isn't just a market. Like the market used to be something else that this group has taken over and like converted for use for their neighborhood, to like barter and buy things and sell things. And it seems like every single area in the game just has this sort of story behind it that. 
feels really clever and real and just interesting. And I, I really, really want to just run around that world. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know if there's two behind closed doors demo. Which one do you guys see? The one that was on the floor or up top? No, the, the one that, the, the hour long one that's oh, gotcha. upstairs. Yeah. But the other one is the same demo, just shorter. Yeah. yeah. So I saw the shorter one. I think I can't remember if we were talking about this, Sam. And it's like, I mean, I think it was probably I a better I saw condensed. You upstairs in that fake bar. No, I mean, well, I was there doing interviews and other things, oh, okay. but then I went and saw the show floor one, 20 minutes, which was about right. I mean, I saw the one last year at Gamescom, and I heard that yeah, like people thought that it drug out a little bit this year in comparison, but mm-hmm. still really cool. I think the we all one know reservation I have, which unfortunately is a big one. We've only seen the game hands off, and I, right. I I don't have a sense at all about how does that actual shooting feel. feel. Absolutely, um, you know, characters yeah. aren't quite reacting in like you know the visceral way that they are in like a dedicated shooter, um, yeah. and uh, and the weapon. And again, it's really really hard and hands off, but like it makes a big difference. Like game feel is something that like I don't know, you know, like Destiny yeah, gets so so Super. right, yeah. And that's new to CD Projekt, and like you know, they're not letting anybody go hands on with it. So it's absolutely at the top of my most anticipated list. But that is something in the back of my mind that I'm like, mm. yeah. They were at Gamescom last year. I wonder if they'll let people go hands on at Gamescom, or if they'll just stay kind of. There's no way. I think I don't care about Keanu Reeves being in this game. Whoa, I mean, that's that's fine. Sam, there it is. Mike drop. The game has a bunch of great acting in it, and I it don't does. care. I don't think it needs a star like that. And his do you think it takes away from it? A really great name, though. I'll give it that. Yeah, exactly. Johnny Silver. Johnny Silver. Do, you, do you think it takes away from it, though? No, I just don't. I just don't understand. I think the inside joke is tired now. Wow. The Keanu stuff. However, the inside joke of Keanu or just a celebrity? Keanu, yeah, cast. yeah. Just like this whole year of yeah. Keanu love. But when they cast him twelve months ago, like they didn't. You know, yeah, Toy they, Story uh, they, and you know John Wick Three is the biggest one yet. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, it wasn't clear that he was going to be like having his moment. No, I don't it's think. It's, I don't think it's CD Projekt Red's fault. Yeah. I mean, that's so that's weird to hear you say that. To me, of all the people that they could have cast right now to have a great moment, Keanu's the guy. I mean, smart play. They got a lot of hype out of it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not why I'm going to play this game. No. And I think it was like a really clever E3 trick. Yeah. Like, I love the marketing uh, angle on that, but like, should I really care about their marketing angles? It looks like a fun game anyway. Yeah. Um, This. I would have to say, though, that out of all the ghosts at E3, so we have Keanu Ghost, mm-hmm. yeah. number one. Yeah. I think <clears throat> definitely one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gooigi. Gooigi. Yeah. Number two. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the Ghost Recon is number three. Oh, Agreed. there you go. Yeah. Top three ghosts. John Berenthal. Yeah. Nice to know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, CD Project. Yes. Right? They go from Witcher 1 to Witcher 2 to Witcher 3 to, Cyber Pro- to Cyberpunk. Like, what like a stair step up for each yeah. one right just yeah. in terms of production values and we don't know whether cyberpunk's good or not but like perceived <laughs> you know quality and impact on the industry like, rockstar did, nintendo and them are the best developers on earth yeah you like just, they really muscled and willed themselves into triple a yeah. like it i've never so seen cool. anything like it you yeah. did skip over gwent yeah okay mm. good point um gwent was maybe a stumble yeah even though i think it's a good game it just didn't really but like, they, like, have you seen The Witcher One? <laughs> that is not like. That's not like. I mean, it's it's a really cool like computer RPG, but you know, like, it's a dime a dozen, you know. Mm. And then Witcher True was Witcher Two was sort of like scraping up against mm. you know Double A, and then Witcher Three punched through, and then they just keep reinvesting in, yeah. and now they have Cyberpunk. Like, it's really impressive and amazing. And Witcher amazing. Three, for better or worse, is coming to Switch. Mm-hmm. You know, five forty p. Yeah, so see, it doesn't look <laughs> as great, obviously, but. We'll see, how, we'll see how it feels and it will yeah. absolutely be portable so i wonder what the story is behind that like yeah. why do it how did it happen like i really want to look into yeah that. like who who reached out to who did nintendo yeah. want on there yeah. or did cd project want to but that's super yeah. cool i mean we made the, obviously the april fools video about you know everything's coming to switch yeah that was not something i was expecting and that's was that's that really cool 
I'm not sure if we did put that in there or not. It, it was too far fetched. I was going to say, I got to look back. It might have been actually. We had things like Modern Warfare yeah. and a couple of those things. Do you think so? Are we getting The Witcher and Smash? I don't know. We're getting Banjo. Banjo. Yeah. That was yeah. another announcement. Uh, and that all brings us to May 15th, the furthest out release date for a video game we know of. And that's Marvel's Avengers. Ah, uh, yes. A game that Ooh. I do not know about. Yeah. That was a we really mixed opinion yeah. in our demo, especially like some people came out of that. I mean, Tina liked it a lot, and like I, I totally yeah. like see why people are like, "This is the Avengers." It's like so you're playing as the Avengers, and you're and it looks really good. I'm like, that's a fair assessment. Do you, just, do you think it looks really good? I, I don't think it looks really good. I yeah. think if you no no, I, I'm just saying. I'm like saying, I saw people with, like. The takes were just wildly different. Yeah. yeah, but just like visually, if you compare that to Star Wars Jedi Fallen oh, Order, yeah. Cyberpunk, Final Fantasy VII, any other game, big AAA game that was at E3, it, I don't think it looks. I thought the backgrounds of San Francisco and stuff looked really nice. Eh. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we were talking about this Could a little bit. The character models, just is it too? That's the worst part. Right, but I mean, is it it's, because it's also of, like I don't know what they should have done. Well, that's exactly like, it. Like, it, is tough. it because you got the MCU in your brain from the movies well, and you just can't detach yourself from that? Maybe or no? make it look like a comic book. What yeah, they should have done. Yeah, for real. What they should have done is not had the exact same cast from the MCU. Right. right. That just a different, strange, different event. Right? Like they invited that comparison. Like everyone that's just sort of like hand waving that criticism away like oh they're their own characters like of course they don't have the mcu characters i'm like yeah but they chose to have you know black widow same, and same like ones, yeah. you know instead of you know wasp or you know or they were limited to have that yeah i mean a bunch of the x-men have been in the avengers like but it's, it's like, just completely yeah. crazy that they chose that cast yeah it's not like what we if saw from what we saw i don't think it was written well none of the one-liners landed so it's like in the in the movies, everyone's so likable. The, the, the movies are yeah. so well written and funny, and so it's, it feels like just like a knockoff version of the Avengers we already know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love how they uh, came out after E three, and they're like, "We are not changing these character models." And like, they're so invited. <laughs> like, Sonic. three months from now, we're changing the character models. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. And that's, I mean, uh, May fifteenth is less than a week away from. Uh, no, I'm Don't sorry. Less than, less than a month Don't away from E3 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying we have, we have a lot to play before next E3. <laughs> we do. If E3 ever happens again. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> oh, I mean, I they said that jokingly. I, mean, but yeah. I know they announced the dates, but like the show floor was Nintendo and nothing this year. Yeah. Only in that, in that hall. <laughs> the other, the important the other hall. hall. The other hall is fine. Yeah. The, the other hall was totally fine, uh, but that it, was crazy. It was, it was odd. This was the first time where I walked into E3 and when I walked in that main show floor, it felt eerie because there was no competing sound like typically it's Nintendo mm-hmm. Microsoft Sony all competing with each other and then I mean, we've had a booth in there as well too so it felt odd very weird and I mean obviously yeah yeah the Santa Monica year right yeah I was there when was that 2007 yeah you know I mean I was saying that to Damon do you think that that's a possibility even though they announced the dates you know, do we think E three is going to get scaled down potentially next year? I mean, Mm-mm. can you imagine how vigorously you know ESA, the E three organizers, are talking to Sony right now? Oh right? yeah, and exactly. because next gen, right? Yeah, and the new consoles launching. E three E three may get a stay of execution thanks to next gen. Mm-hmm. Everyone needs to you know make yep. a big splash, and they can't cede you know attention to their competitors. Yeah, but, I can yeah. totally see that yeah. doing it. Did you, um, the one the other big booth? Which is physically right when you walked in was the Sega booth, and it was all Mario and Sonic yeah. themed. Yeah, like, the Olympics stuff. What a weird yeah. thing to cost well, probably hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. to put on the show floor. Yeah, I mean, yeah. how at the time Sony decided not to be at E3, we're like, what a mistake. But it's like, a <laughs> every single game they showed off last year is still not out. Yeah. So they just would have invited an entire yep. week of criticism yep. of like you're showing off the exact same stuff. They got Spidey out. 
Yeah, they did get spidey eyes. <laughs> That's true. But it's like, so we're talking about... Oh, 20- and this day's gone, too. So we're talking about 2020. Oh, right, right. Like, it, since Sony wasn't there, like, you know, mm. Ghost of Tsushima and um, Last, and of, Last of Us are going to be 2020 games. So, man, what a stacked year. I mean, I always say that every year, but, like, I, I really do feel that about next year. All the E3 stuff getting and pushed the recent, like, uh, developer, like, little slip about Last of Us was that it would be spring also. Um. Well, oh yeah, we had like a rumor news story. About That's true. That. Yeah, twenty twenty. It's like an offhanded, like, yeah. Yeah, like half of a word. Right? Yeah, February is over. Yeah, it said fet, <laughs> and then it got cut off. Yeah. <laughs> fell. Yeah, fall. Fell twenty twenty. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if in February PS four has Last of Us Part two and Xbox has Ori and the Will of the Wisps. So you think it's going to be both a, games I want to play. So you think it'll be probably an official PlayStation announcement like they did last time in March. Mm. March, April. March. Yeah. For PlayStation 5? Going to be an exciting year. Mm. It was in yeah. February for the 4, but we'll see. Love console mm. launch time. Yeah. Okay. Let's give away the other part of our Contra <laughs> Anniversary Collection Code on the Switch. The next four characters are XHLM. XHL. Is, is that the end of the code? Nope. Nope. That's, one more. That's half of the code. Dude, this is great. I yeah. mean, you got to do this every week. Just yeah. like stay right we to the end. This, we can make this a thing. <laughs> the, the numbers are just ticking up. <laughs> tick. Yep. Tick. Uh, uh, let's share what we've been playing. I feel like there's been a lot to play now all of a sudden recently. Yeah, what a crazy week yeah. after E3. It's yeah. There's yeah. too many games for me to play right now. Um, Sam and Justin, I know you both have uh, played Cadence of Hyrule. Justin beat it in one day. I've been playing it oh, all week. I beat, just it, I beat it in two settings. Sittings. Okay. Two sittings? Yeah. Wow. Sittings. Yeah, I loved it. Um, yeah. I've downloaded it, but I haven't started yet. I haven't gotten to play yeah, it. Yeah, me either. It, it, it's an odd, you know, Brian Altano has some kind of negative impressions up on IGN, and I completely understand and get that it's a game that might not demo well. Because that game will kick your ass for like the first 20 minutes you play it. And then it kind of starts to click. And you're like, oh, I get it. But in a demo setting, like you just die and die and die and die. And then you walk away and you're like, oh, I didn't, I didn't like that. <laughs> yeah. It's not that it's hard. It's just like it doesn't. It's very it different. Do, yeah, it's just different. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, it is a game yeah, of pattern, pattern recognition. And every single enemy will move the exact same way every single time they spot you. So a Lizalfos will always run right at you. And like. Mm-hmm. You know, a Bacoblin will always like move every other beat. And so you eventually get to a point where you enter this kind of like flow state where it's a new screen and there's eight enemies and you just know instinctually like what they're going to do and how they're going to react to you. And then as Link, you sort of hop around to the beat of the music and kill them all. And it's like the best feeling when you get it all right and can accurately predict what's going to happen. Love the music remixes. Say, the music's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that they pick some like non obvious stuff. Like it's mm-hmm. not yeah, like. They play a Hyrule f- field theme, but then you hear a little bit of the Wind Waker mm-hmm. ocean theme and then a little bit of like maybe the, uh, you know, uh, some Ocarina of Time like just yep. flourishes, which did not have the overworld theme in it. Mm. So they really mash it up. The, well. the musical th- theory, I guess, I don't know what the word would be, but like they clearly put so much more thought into that music than they had to. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really like it. My only criticism is that it is a little short. And even though it's all like randomized, you can go back through in the open. Did you 100%? Did you do all the heart pieces? Uh, no, not that's, yet. I think maybe that's what's taking. That's how I play Zelda, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I wish it had like a hard mode or like an endless dungeon mode. Or like I beat the game and I was like, well, like other than starting over, like I was kind of just mm-hmm. done after mm-hmm. two, you know, my Switch didn't even drain its battery twice mm-hmm. and then I was wow. done. So I'm definitely playing it a different way. It was just taking me a long time to get through it. But I, I do see that like there's a limited amount of dungeons and stuff, which apparently people don't want us to spoil. Um, but uh, there's a uh, really cool thing about that game is that it looks like Zelda. 
and that really goes so far. It's like mm. an amazing set of sprites in that game, and it's really cool to see like all the familiar enemies are actually redone. I love this, and they work. look amazing, and they all animate really well, and it's really cool. Uh, playing as Link and Zelda is really awesome too. And then, uh, yep. the game is completely randomly generated. The overworld itself will not only tile out differently whenever you start your game, but the elements of each tile are a little bit mixed. Hmm. And then the dungeons are randomly generated every, well, certain dungeons yeah. when you go underground are randomly generated too. It's, it's yeah. really amazing to see all those pieces come together randomly. Yeah, that's each, cool. each overworld <clears throat> place is randomly placed and there's a piece of loot on each overworld place that's also random. So it's pretty cool. Looks awesome. Uh, is this the first time we've been able to play a Zelda in a game? Uh, you play a Zelda in like you know dungeon segments and things, and mm. uh, like yeah. in uh, Phantom Hourglass and mm. stuff like yeah. that. It's very it's rare. The mobile games. She follows you in Link's past. A, it's cool. She starts with a dagger in this, and it's like <laughs> dagger. Um, it's like really funny. The game. My my main criticism is that it's got this. I touched on this earlier. The difficulty's inverted. It's mm. hardest at the start, and then I blasted through the final. I don't want to say how many dungeons there are. The back half of the game. I died probably 40 times in the first half and zero times mm-hmm. in the back half. Like, yeah, because you, just... you can get heart containers and then you learn some stuff. Like Justin had a really good tip about this long sword weapon that's like it, it just attacks in a different way that makes things really yep. easy. Get the weapon that attacks three wide and you can upgrade it to do double damage and it just melts bosses. And I'm like, oh, it, it's still like really fun for the music and graphics and everything, but it, it doesn't. It's just weird. It gets easier as it goes. It's odd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited to play that. After I finish Bloodstained Ooh, Ritual of the Nights, right. which I've been playing a lot of, and I've been enjoying it so far. I was a little bit, I didn't really know what to, what to think because the game has been a long time in development. It was kickstarted, and then even though it's being published by 505 Games, they did not give us review copies ahead of time. So it's a little bit like, ooh, I don't know. Um, but I think it's it's good. I can at least tell it's a good Metroidvania game, mm. Egovania game. <laughs> now, is it as good as Symphony of the Night? Is it as good as any of the handful of other great Metroidvania games we've got in recent years that I, I, I'm not sure yet. What's the map like? Dude, the game looks, it looks great. Feels exactly like Symphony of the Night. Awesome. It's just like the whole, the whole uh, gameplay loop, like you, you put it really well uh, on a, on a previous game scoop. The, the point of those games, what you're always doing is trying to find the next Mm -hmm. save room. And that's, Mm -hmm. it's just exactly, that's exactly right. And like fill out the very corners of the map in that process. It's really about maps and saving. Yeah. Love that. Um, and then there's good loot drops this time where you get like monster drops. so right? much loot. It's like Symphony of the Night. Mm-hmm. So much loot, um, but it's randomized. And then... Uh, and the enemies have been looking pretty lots cool. Lots of really cool enemies. I posted a video of a giant cat that you encounter. <laughs> I didn't want to... I didn't want to... I didn't want to fight him, but... Uh, and then it swipes. He swipes at you. And then you can summon like a fire... A wall of fire that erupts underneath your feet. It's really cool. Um, I couldn't be looking forward to a game more than that, but I'm so enjoying Zelda right now that yeah. I can't switch over quite yet, but I'm about to. Yeah. Um, anyway, Bloodstained, so far so good. So, nice. right, they did not mess it up. What about you, CJ? A uh, couple things. Switch, Castlevania, still uh, rolling through speaking that. Speaking of. Yeah, those are so good. And every time I keep playing them, I realize how god-tier the music is. Ooh. 8-bit, 16-bit, they're yeah. so good. The music in Bloodstained so far is good, not yeah. on the level of Symphony of the Night. Oh, or gotcha, the okay. But yeah, but so, so I'm, yeah, I beat Castlevania 1, tried to, got halfway through it, beat 3, <laughs> well, uh, Super Castlevania. Castlevania 1? 
uh, yeah, like like on the on the collection that, like, to, on the Switch. I just, couldn't beat Dracula. Dracula so hard. Oh yeah, no, but I mean for me it's like well, well I, okay. I'm fo- I'm following the speed run oh, sheets right. like where you like have holy water. It's, it's you were actually, able to do that. I mean I tried for a little yeah, bit with that. I, yeah, yeah. I was, but I mean I, but I'm using the whole save state thing and then you're uh, going back and forth. So yeah, it's fine. But but uh, yeah, but then Castlevania Four or Super Castlevania um, probably like three quarters of the way through. So gonna get through that. But yeah, man, they they play so good. I miss them. Miss them so much. Um, and then. Um, it's for a different show, but Destiny. September 17th is a big Destiny update. You for, you forgot about that one. I didn't do like expansion. Doing new games. Ah, that's yeah. okay. That's talking about new uh, But yeah, so Destiny obviously uh, is in its uh, weekly updated phase where, you know, there's Season of Opulence, there's a whole bunch of things, so you got to play that game weekly. And Apex has Season 2 coming out as well, too, so I'm, I'm yeah. grinding with my, my little guys. Uh, season 2, I think, is coming out July 2nd, so yep. Regular mix of those games. So. Yeah, I have to give a shout out to Gato Robato, which mm. is a very cute. It, it's a Game Boy art, mm. you know, monochromatic art, and it's a Metroidvania on Switch that you know it's about three hours long, like very compact, stripped down, but still really fun and compelling. Played through that. I'm. Uh, it took me exactly both flights to beat the game. I'm also cool. playing Resident Evil Four, and I'm almost done with it on Switch. Mm. And I would give that game off the charts score. Wow. Off the charts. Nice. Off the charts. Nice. You're not allowed to give that score. I think it's perfect, and it gets an <laughs> off the charts score. Um, I'm gonna have to report you. <laughs> I also downloaded and been playing Auto Chess, the Chinese phenomenon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Everybody's making an Auto Chess right now. Uh, yeah. Is that the next battle royale? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Although it's a little bit too, um, uh, you know, tactical and nerdy to truly be the next battle royale. But yeah, in terms of like inventing a new genre that everybody's gonna pile onto, yeah, we're gonna be hearing about that for the next couple of years. <laughs> Cool. Can we deviate real quick about what we're watching? Have you guys seen Chernobyl yet? I want to talk about it sometime. Like one minute into this my episode, brain, my be... brain is is losing. We it, can though. talk about it after. It, we'll talk about it another time. But watch it, watch it. It's so Chernobyl good. is amazing, and you should watch it. You should watch that's, it. That's, that's right. We're not going to talk. It, it about is that a different. Right it's a different thing. Here's the next part of the Contra <laughs> Anniversary Collection Code for Switch. The next four characters are 9Q6H. There are only four characters left. Ooh. When will they be read out? Who knows? Um, Warriors of Light, we call them. Warriors <laughs> of Light. We only read them out if we get to 20 questions. Well, it's funny you say that. Because that brings us to 20 questions. And Justin... Is it Final Fantasy 1? It's 128. I don't know if you're out to bow out. Yeah, I do. Okay. I have to bounce. Do you want me to send someone in, or can these can these two handle it? Well, yeah, send someone in, but be quick about it. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. They'll sneak into the mix. Chernobyl is amazing. Chernobyl well, is. We can talk about Chernobyl while we wait for the next <laughs> 20 person. I, I'm only at uh, episode four. But Sam four. hasn't watched it, right? Don't spoil it for anybody. Anyways, is it a, a funny joke. joke because of nuclear? <laughs> no, no, it's just no. It's one of those things where um, I mean, and I very much remember hearing about Chernobyl, but it's so crazy yeah. to. There's so much I didn't know. Yeah, there's so much you don't know. I didn't know they all spoke English. Uh, yeah, what's happening? Well, that there? Is, that was I. I, I that was confusing that to me. Yeah. Why does everyone have a British accent speaking English? <laughs> yeah, and then they're looking they to read British, Russian. So they didn't fake a Russian. Accent. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. but but it is one of those things where. Yeah, I mean, like if you're our age, you remember hearing about that stuff and how you heard about it and the way the information spread or what was discussed about it. Um, yeah, it's really, really well done. And just the way that they're, um, you know, obviously, you know, the sacrifice and just it doesn't I, I, make Russia look very good. No, it doesn't. But <laughs> but somebody else mentioned this. I can't remember where I saw it. It's like 
the way that they operated to try their best to actually cover up but then contain it is is incredible like it's it's frighteningly incredible with the lengths that they went to like make sure that you know it was contained but anyways crazy it's, how are your kids uh, liking it uh <laughs> not yet sam <laughs> I can't. Definitely not a kid show. Here we yeah. go. Who is it? Oh, Jonathan, Jonathan and Loki Dornbush are going to help us out hey, of Beyond Fame. Hey, hi, welcome. How's it going, man? To the show. Justin uh, requested some help for you guys. Yeah, yes, ab- absolutely. Okay. Now you're good. Yeah. We I, don't I, have I, our. It's easier. With I'm them. monitoring. Yeah. I'm monitoring. Oh, you got to get a little closer though. Sure. There All right. Yeah, so just like that. your work's fantastic. Good. Yeah, good. it's great. Look at this perfect dog standing pose in your lap. He does not want to relax. No, no. So John Bernthal's dog. I actually interviewed John Bernthal. You interviewed the dog. I, I should have interviewed the dog. The dog was hanging out in the back, you know, green room there, and it was the most docile, calm dog I've ever seen. We were setting up lights and gears, and the dog would just kind of move around. And then they delivered food. The dog jumped up, looked at the food, and was like, no, I can't do this. And he was like, this dog, CJ. Loki oh. would not be like that. Mm. No? He is not that dog. Loki would, is would, not Loki. <laughs> no, no. Gotcha. He is not. Oh, nice. That is a... Huge dad pun there. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, I like it. it. Right. Have you used like that one yet? It. I have not myself, but yes. <laughs> Let's get the ball rolling on uh, video game 20 questions. Our suggestion this week comes from Cameron. Don't know where he's located, though. Let the questioning begin. Does the game have a dog in it? I don't know. I can't answer that one. What's that? Well, retracted. Right. Perfect. It. Yeah. That's good. That's yeah. good. I don't know. Just I had to. That's why. Come out before 1990? Before 1990, no. Okay. Uh, come out before 2000. Yes. Oh, there we go. Oh, nice 90s game. Window. 90s kids 90s will remember game. this answer. Nice game. Was this game a Nintendo exclusive? No. Okay. Uh, did this game come out on a cartridge? Yes. Ooh, okay. So between 90 and 2000, cartridge game. Yeah. Um, did this come out on a Nintendo system? Yes. Okay. okay. There we so, go. Nice. That's so, five. N64 or, or Super Boy. Nintendo. Oh, right. Uh, let's, let's let's isolate portability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, would this game have come out on a portable system? No. Mm, okay. Hmm. Super Nintendo? Should Problem. we narrow it down to... When did N64 come out? 96, 96. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's it's got to be one of those. Yeah. Or so. Nintendo, yeah. Um, Nintendo uh, oh, lasted the into the yeah. 90s, yeah. It, yeah. it just sucks. We have to ask all three. I mean, I know. doing that. As yeah. well. Um, is this a Nintendo 64 game? Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Save two Ooh. questions. Yeah. There we go. Perfect. That worked out. <laughs> all right. Uh, but it wasn't an exclusive. Yeah, it wasn't. So not like a banjo or something like that. So it could be um, a little cross-platform game. Mm-hmm. Maybe a sports game. Oh. I hope not. Yeah. Those are always bad. For our sake. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> did this game have multiplayer? No. Oh. Sports game. Gone. For the most part. Was this game a platformer? Yes. Okay. So a, a non-exclusive... Oh, wait. Could the exclusivity thing have to do with maybe it being re-released later? Maybe. But did you ask that or did you ask if Nintendo it, made it? Oh. Wait, no. What no was it, it, yeah, what he was asked it was exclusive to the system. It was not yeah. exclusive at the time. Okay, it, it was oh, not exclusive. Okay. Oh, caveat there. At the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's good. Um, okay, so it is plat- a platformer. Platformer. Mm-hmm. Um, was Glover N64 exclusive? I don't know if we'd have that game. Damon <laughs> smiled there. Um, <laughs> ask, ask a Glover-related question. No, I'm serious. This is part Does of the, the game. Does the game star a glove? No. <laughs> you, do you want to ask that question? Might as well. 
Yes. No. Okay, okay it's not clever, not clever then. That's all right. Sorry. All right. Yeah, I, I'm reading the poker face. <laughs> Typically, he's pretty good, but... Was this game then. developed by a Japanese developer? No. Okay. Huh. It was not exclusive at the time. Rare? Yeah, not exclusive. Well, Rare's stuff would have been exclusive. Oh, right. Yeah, that yeah. would have been. Um, <laughs> not a Platformer. It's weird, right? It is. Yeah. The, a non like Nintendo is this a platformer. 3D platformer or a 2D platformer? Or a 3D platformer? <laughs> yes, 3D platformer. 3D, 3D platformer. platformer. 3D. Oh. Uh. Something just terrible. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Was this poorly received? Um, not by Cameron. What <laughs> <laughs> oh, about uh, IGN? <laughs> I don't know what IGN's review of this game is. There's no way to know. Yeah. Mm. Oh man. So I, I didn't count that question. So. All right. Okay. Uh, oh yeah. So uh, would the main character be platformer? Would a main character be an animal? Oh yeah. Is the main character an animal? Yes. Okay. So it might be something terrible, like yeah. Chester Cheetah or Bubsy or licensed is a good call. <laughs> exactly. Is this based on a license? No. All right. Because there were some like Looney Tunes games back then. Yeah. Um, not based on a license. Is Bubsy really the only thing we have now? Yeah, we well, need to work around Bubsy. I think yeah. that, I think that was a PlayStation exclusive. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. There's Mega Man Legacy. Oh, but, yeah. Is that a platformer? That wasn't really. Was, was that the uh, Mega Man 64? On... Wait, was oh, that those the Japanese developed them? Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, hmm. Yeah. Not what Japanese else? Platformer 3D, not exclusive. Mm-hmm. There's that Mortal Kombat platformer. I think that was 2D. Was there a... Ooh. No, that oh. would have been... Yeah. De- like De- Deception. Can... Deception. Mortal Kombat Deception. Yeah. It's not that. Yeah. That's not a platform. That's a... I mean... There was just this one Sub-Zero game. I think that was... Platformer in 3D, though. It really know, is, it, is it's like... It's messing me up. Yeah. It's got to be bad. Like, that's what's <laughs> exactly. weird. Exactly. But it's also some kind of random um, franchise. Are there Tomb Raiders that, that came uh, out on everything? Uh... I can't remember if Tomb Raider. If well, did. Tomb Raider is PC, and that was until like late nineties. PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. Not PC. Well, I mean, but early when it's first released. Um. And we, uh, what was the answer for an animal? If it starts, yes, yes. it is. Oh, okay. So not Tomb Raider. Could it be um, the Crash Bandicoot type stuff? Or Crash wasn't. Crash was PlayStation exclusive, and Spyro? so was Spyro. 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 They were exclusive. They were both PlayStation what was exclusive. Spyro too. The, all three of the original trilogies were exclusive to PlayStation. Yeah. Banjo yeah. is... Uh, Banjo... Oh, well, I, but it's an exclusive. At has the this right. game been re-released on the contemporary round of consoles? No. Oof, man. It's 15. Where's the boss music? <laughs> I know. I had good... <laughs> I, I had contra <laughs> boss music. Wow. I'm throwing a huge blank, though. Do you, uh, oh man. Castlevania, oh no, you're not an animal. You play as a werewolf in the second one. <laughs> not as a full time. I don't know what to ask about, like weapons or like gameplay yeah, or something. Yeah, N64 platformers were all pretty much the Nintendo and Rare ones for me. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, when, I it, when Rare was out of the mix. Oh, uh, was, bad. what about like a Gex? Oh, mm-hmm. did, did Turtles have a platform? But it's a license as well. Yeah. Um, I'm just thinking it's a mascot platform. Yeah, well, like something like Gex the Gecko. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of that feature Chloe wrote of the platformers mm-hmm. that need a return. Croc was play. Eh. I don't know if Croc was on N64. Mm-hmm. It might have been. Uh, uh, was the was the main character of this game a mammal? 
No. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> what were you? Uh, Whoa. <laughs> what? What <laughs> lizard bird <laughs> bug are we playing at? I mean, Gex game? would be one. Yeah, I think Gex. Um, that's what does I it's... asked. That. <laughs> Don't go specific yet. Okay. Because we only have four questions. You can ask about reptiles, though. See, um, but Turok and all these other characters are not main characters. Those are first person shooters. Yeah, yeah. It's a game where you play as a dinosaur. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, Sorry, Chloe. She probably knows <laughs> what this game is. Mm-hmm. Um, Did Jurassic I'm, Park have a. Uh, I know they had the. Platformer. That, yeah. No, all licensed, too. That knocks so many opportunities out. No, we're, we're in a good shape here. It's just, I don't know if we know this game. Is the yeah. Issue. I don't know if that we do might, either. That can be a problem for us. Um. Should we keep on working through the mascot types? I mean, I'll go specific. I feel like we just need to ask animals at this point. Yeah. Reptile. <laughs> well, is reptile too vague? Because gecko would be the one I'd go for. No, that, I, I, All right. Does it star a reptile? <laughs> Sweet, we got that um, one. Freebie there. Good job, Jonathan. Because you don't know if it's an amphibian or not. <laughs> exactly. It's one it's of those like, like gray Pond areas. Or whatever oh my god. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, can you ask the question a different way? <laughs> Is the character green? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I know. Is uh, the character no, 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 no. What about Klonoa? Yeah. I, so that didn't come out in. I don't think it's a reptile, but I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> okay. So I don't think that would be Bubsy then. Um, oh, man. Yeah, I got nothing. I don't know if we can do this one. I uh, mean, is yeah. You have three questions and a guess left. So here's the thing. Here's what we need yeah. to do. Name, name a couple games that you think it could be, and then the fail-safe is have the hack. Have we mentioned right, this game on. yet? Okay. Because then... If we have, we know it's one of those okay. potentially. Oh yeah, and then we can do I a hail mary at the end. Already. I don't have any more things to name. No, I know, but that's what I mean. So if it is one of those, we there'd can... be uh, yeah, there'd be Bubsy Gex. It's not Glover. It's not Banjo. It's. Do we already say this game? Name? Yes. Okay. Then it's... well, actually, hold on. You you got close. Okay. You got very 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 close. Does Bubsy or a couple of these games have official? Like is it? Yeah, like Bubsy isn't the name of the game in full, you're, right? You're a, that's Bubsy 3D. I don't know what the Gex. I think it's. I Gex. thought it was just called Gex the Gecko. Mm-hmm. Well, there's like a couple with subtitles, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. The confusion about the reptile is what's really sticking yeah. with me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the one. Well, that what other game will be mentioned yeah. with a reptile? Yeah, yeah. no. Um, Spyro. Yeah, but that was a PlayStation well, exclusive. Are you guys really like really clear on what is a reptile and what is an amphibian? Yeah. Okay. I, are I you? Guess it's just me. <laughs> and an amphibian lives partially yeah, in the water. <laughs> that's the whole point. A reptile uh, lives, you know, above land. They both have cold blood. Cold blooded. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Where is Gex cold blooded? <laughs> <laughs> All questions. Um, done yeah. Do you know I mean, anything? We, yeah. It's just that. he's the, it just he's has the to be only that. one. So like, I mean, if it's if if you just ask if it has a gecko in it, then we have one more just fire yeah, yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, because we've said it, so it would have to be something we've said. Yeah. I mean, I can. I'll ask them. Yeah. Do it. Does it star a gecko? Yes. Okay. Man. Okay. <laughs> we so don't know good. the name of the damn game. I don't know the name of it either. I don't. It's either like Gex. Gex 3D. Well, no, it's like Gex, Gex Strikes Back yeah, or something N64. weird like that. No, I think it's just called Gex the Gecko. I think we. One of them is. Yeah. That Have was we, a 3DO game originally. Oh, really? I think so. We'll find out from this tome that this guy <laughs> <laughs> From wherever. All right. Do we have to say the full name of the game? 
Is this Gex the Gecko? Hold on, hold on. You have a question and a guess. Well, I don't know how to narrow that down. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> is this game with 3D in its name? Like, I don't know what to say. Or N64 yeah, I mean, in its name. But if it starts, starts Gecko and it's not Gex, what would it be? That's the problem. Can I ask, does the name of the game have any words besides Gex, the, and Gecko? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think um, it, it might not be Gex. That's the weird thing. This nah, might be some kind of gecko theme. I don't know how many geckos there were for this platform. How long do we want to prolong this? <laughs> Let's just lose and move on with our lives. Is the game Gex the Gecko? Um, no, it's not. Yeah. Okay. Oh. It is Gex Enter the Gecko. Oh, a technicality. It is the sequel. Uh, to Gex the Gecko. Oh, because he oh, the, the sequel. sequel. Okay. But we wouldn't have known the name. Anyway. Yeah. Oh. yeah. We would have just said Gex too. Oh, that yeah. that is that is straight All right, hurtful. Tell us the business. Oof. That is straight hurtful. 1998, uh, PlayStation, N64, and PC, developed by Crystal Dynamics. Yeah. Published by Midway. Oh, Midway. The Midway. sequel to Rest Gex the Gecko. Gex, Enter the Gecko. Don't you have a letter about it? This letter is about a whole other thing. Oh. We just ran, oh. Out, we just ran out of time. Oh, okay. That's hurtful. Yeah. That ruins the street. Uh, yes, you can see your hands. No, you can't wear a hat. I'm gonna look okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What? Well, uh, IGN may have given it a seven. I have no idea. Mm. Yeah, back in the day. That yeah. sounds right. Oh. You guys don't know. I think I would know. I know those names. Yeah. Gex the Gecko, then Enter the Gecko. Yeah, I, I didn't know. Now the that you've said it, I remember it. But yeah, yeah, it just wasn't coming to mind. No. Yeah. Um. And then I, I wasn't sure if a gecko was an amphibian. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. So uh, gave it an eight out of ten. An eight? Okay. Enter the Gecko? Good. The sequel? Yeah. Well, great. It's a good game. I know game. the name of the game now. It's a great game. Yeah. That's an eight-point grape. Yeah. Uh, do we have a video re- review of it from 98? No. Let's roll it right now. Oh, Let's yeah. Let's roll it. We got that together. In four by three. It doesn't even have a byline. It's just by IGN staff. <laughs> That's how all Those are most favorite. of them, yeah. That's how all the old... Uh, what's the verdict for What's the uh, closing like, paragraph on that? Uh... Oh, it's by Doug Perry signed at the end. Okay. Oh, there okay, it is. Okay, closing What's paragraph is, in the end, Gex is a surprising amount of fun and gamers will like it because of, because of its offbeat humor, large levels, and great replay value. May- There's so many cliches already in here. Maybe it's because I like 3D platformers a lot while other gamers have contentions about them, but I had honest fun playing it and was compelled to play Gex all the way through to the end. <laughs> Ringing endorsement. <laughs> compelled by your reviews editor. <laughs> to finish I, the game you're I played most of the games, but uh, this one, I played all of it. <laughs> I was in the end. I was compelled to play it the entire game. Uh, I bet that happened in like late November too, or something. You know, so it was like I have to play this whole game. Busy, yeah, yeah. Oh. It's Crystal Dynamics, yeah, from the Crazy. makers of Marvel's Avengers. I wonder how many Gex references will be in Avengers. Yeah. Yeah, Probably at least one. <laughs> uh, all right, thanks for stepping in, Jonathan. Of course, happy to thank you. Got you. Yeah, you did. You, you got it I, so I close. Got somewhere, so yeah. close. Yeah, really. Next close. time. Uh, you guys have been on a winning streak lately. That's the first first L in a while. Mm. So. I'll bring the eye patch back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. It was the boss music. We needed it. Uh, hopefully next week we'll have the soundboard back. CJ, I need you to drop everything else you're working on and locate that laptop. I'm going to track it down. I found the lights. I'm going to find the soundboard. It's probably just in the lobby. It's somewhere. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, CJ. Thank you, Jonathan. <laughs> thank you, Loki. Thank you, Sam. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop. And we're out. <laughs> Woof. Aha! You thought I forgot the last four digits of the code, didn't you? I did not. The last four digits of the Contra Anniversary Collection code for Nintendo Switch are FTFH. Enjoy the game, whoever got it. We will see you next week.